Hey friend, we're on a journey together to change our thoughts. Thoughts about ourselves and thoughts about our faith. Today we're going to talk about a common misconception about thought work, one that may be hindering your progress if not outright blocking it. We will also discuss a valuable tool to utilize in getting past this block. Let's get ready to work. Are you unsure about your faith or how God feels about you? Do you feel lost or that it's too late to turn back to God? Don't have a church or not sure you need one? In this podcast, you will find answers to your questions regarding God, your faith, and your need for a faith community. My mission is to equip you for finding those answers as well as deepen your faith through the study of God's Word. If you're ready to cast aside doubts, develop your gifts and talents, and feel you are coming back home to your place in God's kingdom, this is the space for you. Hey there, my name is Cindy Lynn. I tried to find fulfillment and purpose in the world without God for over three decades. I finally realized that wasn't possible. I was created by God for a kingdom purpose and to know Him and His plan for me. I needed to turn back to Him. I needed to study God's Word, learn about my identity in Him, and find a faith community for support and to help me in that journey. If you are ready to engage in boundary setting, growth and development of your Christ identity, and figuring out your purpose, this podcast is for you. So grab your favorite Bible, your sticky notes, and colorful pens. It's your time to study with God. Welcome back. Are you curious? Do you have this misconception? Let's talk about it. One common misconception about thought work is that it can all be done in our heads. Think about it. We want to change our thoughts, so we want to take out the bad or negative thought and replace it with a new biblical truth. Simple enough, right? I think if you've been trying this for a little bit, you'll agree that it's not that simple. We've been writing verses on stickies to put in places where we can see them and refer to them when we are plagued with our negative thoughts. And that is good. We want to counter the false narrative with scriptural truth. But what about that negative thought? Does it keep coming back? Are you curious as to where it comes from or what triggers it to come to mind? The fact that it's still there rearing its ugly head means we need another tool in our bag to deal with it. That tool is journaling. I personally have had all kinds of thoughts and emotions about journaling, about its necessity. Is it truly useful? Is it time consuming? Is it something that has to be done a certain way to be fruitful? What would happen if somebody found it or read it? I'd like to share some of those wrestling matches with you in the hopes that I could address at least one of your concerns and show you that it can truly be a valuable tool in your growth and development. Let's talk about the first one. Is it a necessity or even useful? Have you ever tried to nail down one of your thoughts on a particular subject, especially if it's emotionally charged or has some type of fear attached to it? Those types of thoughts are slippery suckers and will continually wiggle around and potentially morph into additional thoughts or issues to keep you from getting a handle on it. Taking that negative thought and writing it down when it first comes to mind will help keep that from happening. One of two things will happen once you see it written on the paper. Either you'll look at it and decide that is not as big a deal as you were thinking and something you can work on, or You'll look at it and decide that it was much uglier than you thought or expected. But know this, if this is your reaction, you immediately need to tell yourself, I know what to work on and I will begin searching scripture for the truths I need to battle this thought. 
The key for either game plan, not as bad as I thought or uglier than I thought, is that it's written down and you know exactly what you are challenging with scriptural truth to produce your fruitful changes. We can combine the next two questions as they work hand in hand. Is it time consuming? Does it have to be done a certain way to be fruitful? Let's start off by saying there are no rules to journaling. It's your journal. You do it however you wish. But let me share some of my journey with journaling. When I was young, I loved to write, so it was nothing to record thoughts or stories on multiple sheets of paper and not feel like it was a task or a burden. When I was older and in a business environment, the pressure was to say what you needed to say in as few words as possible, bullet points if possible, no fluff, no extra, and you certainly didn't write down anything that you weren't 100% sure about or willing to defend if challenged. Gone were the days of taking 20 to 30 sentences to record a thought that should be boiled down to two or three at most. And now the pendulum is swinging back the other way. I returned to school and my professors expected more in term papers than bullet point memos. They wanted to see my thought processes and how I expressed those in the written word. While I can see the value in both ways of writing, I am personally trying to find a happy medium. Something along the lines of more than a bullet point, but still only enough words to share the thought or message without a whole lot of bluff. I only share that to show you that you aren't the only one with a lot of thoughts about journaling and or how it should be done. I want you to make it as simple or as complex as you wish to make it. What fits your personality, but also something that you'll actually do to get the benefit. It could be as simple as making a list. A list is something we've all had experience with. You could make a list of five positive thoughts I had today, or three thoughts that proved difficult for me today and fed myself doubts. You could pick just one of those thoughts and go deeper. If it was a thought of self-doubt, write it down again below your list, and then either write down pros or cons to the thought, ways you can challenge it, like is that really true? And then write down the scripture that counters that thought. It could be that simple. Or if you're the person that wants to do a deep dive on a particular thought, write down all the emotions that particular thought triggers. Did those emotions make you act a certain way as a result? Was there something you could have done in the moment to alter those actions? What are some thoughts or emotions you can tap into now that changes that scenario for the future? That would feel more like a therapy session. Again, as simple or as complex as you like, but will again do the work. You may find the therapeutic entries pretty draining and may balk at doing them at times, so feel free to go back and forth as long as you continue to deal with your thoughts. Let's visit our final question. What would happen if somebody found it or read it? If that thought is something that truly bothers you and keeps you from starting a journal, you need to find an alternative to not writing things down. Remember the locking gyries we all had as kids? We all had at least one. It was trendy at one time to give them. There are adult versions of this on the market right now and range from very inexpensive to expensive leather-bound volumes that would be a keepsake. Again, if you're fearful of an outside reader, not an expense I would recommend. If you don't want a locking journal, you know you have a safe hiding space somewhere in a study or your bedroom that you would feel safe to keep it, but it wouldn't be a case of being out of sight, out of mind. And one final suggestion that would help you with that thought. Once you've filled a journal, spiral notebook, whatever your book of choice, 
you always have fire. Fire is a very cleansing way to deal with all those thoughts you've recorded. I would encourage you to fill a journal completely before burning it so you would have the benefit of seeing how far you've come before its destruction. But a final burning of all those negative thoughts you were working on and through would be very cleansing. Page by page or just chunking it whole into a burning barrel, fireplace, or even fire pit if you're in the city. It would not only be symbolic of the destruction of the old thoughts, but you could rest assured that they were gone and not available for discovery at some later date. I personally don't have such a hang-up about old journals being found, but if that is a deal breaker for you starting one, remember your options for hiding one until you later destroy it. Getting thoughts out on paper truly is the only way you can get a handle on them, to deprogram them, and to replace them with the scriptural truths you are seeking. If you have any questions about journaling through negative thought patterns or other issues in your spiritual walk, you can always email them to cindylynnpodcast at gmail.com. I'd be glad to help you find a way to work through the issue or schedule a call for, a more, in, for more in-depth work. Until next week, may you find journal work a new and useful tool for your journey. Thank you for stopping by to hang out today. You are truly appreciated. If you found value in today's episode, please share the link with a friend. It would also make my day if you could leave a positive review. Just scroll. Down in the show's site below the list of episodes, you'll find the stars and review section. Your positive review would truly be a blessing. While scrolling down the show's description, you will find the link to our podcast community, a link for our email list, and an email address for your thoughts and suggestions. I would love to hear from each and every one of you. I'll see you next time.